the people you look up to, but also your peers and your friends. Mm-hmm. Make sure they're they're on the right path and they're feeding you positivity. And um, yep. just be careful of who you're around and what you put into your own energy. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Michael Beer, and alongside of me is my co-host, Ed Fletcher. And we're here to make you guys next up. Ed, how you doing? Doing awesome, Michael. Thank you for asking. We have a guest this week named Ryan Cruz, who is the founder of a company called Moves, uh, which is a company from Shark Tank, actually. So, Ryan, you want to introduce yourself? Yes, what's up, guys? Happy to be here. Uh, my name is Ryan Cruz, a founder, CCO of Moves Footwear. Uh, Moves Footwear is a convertible slipper that uses detachable soles to help someone transition from indoors to outdoors in one easy step. So just real quick, a little visual. It looks like a sneaker, but actually it's a house slipper. You can pop the insides out, use the inside uh, slipper when you're inside and the outsole when you're outdoors. Yep. So that's yeah, revolutionizing the slipper. It's, <laughs> it's, very it's, it's funny because I actually have a pair. I, my uh, Santa bought me one, or actually I guess Santa, <laughs> Santa made, you one. Santa made, made you one. me one for Christmas. Smart man. And, uh, <laughs> He's a good it, dude, I heard. Yeah, he is a good dude. Um, <laughs> it's they're they're so cool they're so comfortable they're super super light it's awesome um so ryan we we start our guests off with the same question every single time um and that's what inspires you to be next up um i guess what you know inspires me is is really my family um the fact that my grandparents came here to america to give us a better life and then my parents followed that up with like you know just pushing it to the next level and giving me a great childhood and giving me a great life. I feel like it's like an obligation to kind of give that back to them and just, you know, not let them down. So, and then the, obviously the future family, but really just family in general, just really pushed me to, uh, to be next up. Oh, yeah. that's, there that's awesome. It, it's really cool. Um, go ahead. Ed. Yeah. So let's get, let's go right to where the idea for moves came from. How did it start? So uh, I first dreamt the idea when I was back in college. I was studying um, industrial design at NJIT, and they had tasked us with a, a project to invent or reinvent a consumer good. So I looked around and I started brainstorming to some things that I could, I, I felt like uh, I could improve on. And I came across my dad's old like house slippers. They're always beat up, torn up. He's always in and out of the house with them. Um, so I was just like, you know, no one's really paying attention to the slipper market. I feel like there's a, an avenue here and it could get, it could be a lot you know, better. So I started working on it and, um, you know, we, we developed the, the dual sole, being able to go indoor, outdoor without ruining the slipper, um, keep you comfortable, cool, convenient, and just look good when you're outside. Cause no one wants to see someone like, you know, walking around in their slippers out, out and about. So right. <laughs> I decided to, to, to do something about it and make something special. It's interesting. Uh, the The idea is so it it solves so many problems. It's yeah, uh, yeah, and the shoe is so comfortable. Yeah, thank you, man. And I had I had thought the same, and I was excited to uh, to present it to my to my class and to my professor. But when I did, it what you know, I didn't get the really the ovation, standing ovation that I hoped for. It was more of a <laughs> confusion. I think I think because I had a small prototype, people were confusing it for kids' shoes or you know what yeah. the purpose was for. But uh, and then the uh, professor told me that there was no market for the product and he gave me a C, which is all good, uh, and passed <laughs> through and in you know, the rest is history. But yeah, it was a, it was a experience for sure. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a pretty good, pretty good life lesson there, right? You got to see on your project, which basically is, I mean, a C is not a fantastic grade, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, just because one person tells you that it's not a great idea, doesn't mean you should not, not pursue it. And, that's true. And yeah. Keep chasing whatever you believe in. That's true. Yeah. He so- wasn't the first. He, right. It happened multiple times. Yeah, for sure. You know, like I just, I mean, I've, I've been, I've been doing this for a long time and have been always uh, 
or trying to approach investors when I first started, you know, to get the money and the capital behind it right. to, uh, to be able to make it happen. So there's a lot of people that doubted, didn't think it would work, but, uh, you know, we're proving it every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. So, um, obviously investors moving on to investors, you guys managed to get on shark tank. Can you talk about that process and how that happened? Yeah. So that was, a, a, a you know, out of the blue kind of thing. We, uh, we're just running the business. We were trying new things to get the word out there, running ads, uh, just, you know, doing anything we can to make, to make it stick. And luckily uh, one of our ads was caught the attention of a Shark Tank caster and producer. And they reached out to us asking us if we were interested in being on the show. And at first I was like, there's no way this is not, this is not a real email. This yeah. can't be, can't be really happening. It's just too good to be true to everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we found out that it was, it was just, it was, it was a great experience and we knew it was an opportunity that we couldn't pass up on. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Definitely don't don't want to pass up on Shark Tank. No, no, <laughs> not at all. It was hard to get on. You know, it was hard to get on there and stay on there because just because we got the first casting call, um, we had to do a lot of paperwork. We had to do pitch videos, submission videos, mm-hmm. just to get the point across and let them know that we we're serious about it and we we're going to make um, not only make a good deal but also make some good TV TV for them. Right. So for for clarity here, you just got the was it you got the chance to be able to present or when so yeah i mean the the original email is just like hey are you interested and then it's like yeah we're interested of course uh and they're like okay well show us who you are show us you know a little bit about your personalities introduce yourselves and then you know send that video in so we did that and they're like okay now show how you're going to pitch the product on shark tank and then we did that and you know in between there's paperwork and conversations and coaching sessions and stuff like that to get you prepared but uh overall it was hard but you know obviously worth it to be on that show yeah Absolutely. Cool. 100% worth it to be on that show. <laughs> I would have worked every day. I worked every day. Can, yes. can you talk about like, like the process of negotiating a deal on Shark Tank? Like, how does that work? Um, I mean, I guess the first thing and foremost was the pitch, like crafting the perfect pitch that would get the attention of the Sharks for them to even want to negotiate with you. So uh, that was a hard process. Luckily, the Shark Tank producers had sent us like two coaches that you know, we're specifically assigned to our team and they just helped us get the pitch right. Uh, not, you know, they didn't do it for you at all, but they would just let you know if you're going in the right direction or if you need to improve on things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a, that was a daunting task, just being able to get it right. But I, I just watched hours and hours of Shark Tank pitches and just like seeing what they wanted, what, you know, what makes their, their eyes light up, what, you know, what makes for good TV and what, um, you know, what kind of deals they'd be looking for. So luckily I had, you know, a pitch in mind and just, getting that pitch down and, and right was, was, um, was like very important. But then after that, get, just being prepared with, to know your numbers, being prepared to answer all the questions. And there's five sharks up there and they're all shooting questions at you left and right. They're not waiting for each other. Mm-hmm. They're kind of battling for your attention and, you know, watching to see who you're going to pay more attention to. Luckily for us, we had three guys up there. So it was kind of easy to divide the room and, um, you know, answer, you know, field all these questions, but just being able to be confident in what we're talking about and, you know the belief we had in the product um and then just after that just me being able to to have a, the right evaluation so that they don't think you're crazy or or naive or insane so um you know making sure that they know you're realistic so we felt like we had all those things and um luckily we came out of it on top so that was great uh, that's cool that's really I, awesome. so i i do I, i'm an avid shark tank viewer and <laughs> um so i, I saw your guys's pitch amazing loved it and to Thank your you. point on valuations um, a lot of people go up there asking for like these massive, insane valuations that 
have no like merit. So yeah. if, so if, yeah. if, if you're doing like $20,000 a month, but you're asking for like a $2 million valuation, that just doesn't, doesn't correlate. It ju- it's just yeah. asinine, actually. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, Miss, Mr. Wonderful will rip you apart if you go up there. Yeah. 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 No, he, he, yeah, he no, will. Um, but you, you guys, so you guys asked for 25% at 200K? What was it? We, we initially asked for 200K for 15%. Okay, 15%? Yeah, so, yeah, we ended up having to negotiate up to 25. Um, okay. So, yeah. Right. But I mean, still, that, that's better than, than what most people get on Shark Tank because they go in asking for 2 million and then they end up value the shark value, the sharks value their company at like $600,000. It's like, yeah. slow your roll, kid. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we were really, uh, you know, we wanted to watch out for that for sure. And right. yeah, luckily, Mr. Wonderful had said to us that it wasn't a crazy evaluation, more of a crazy risk. So it's all yeah. good. No, it, it, it yeah, is all good. Cool. No, that's awesome. Um, so, so Damon John ended up investing. Um, yes. You want to talk about what happened? Like, all right, so like you get the investor. What's next? So um, now that we have Damon and John on board after, you know, after Shark Tank aired and, uh, and everything's going great, we, uh, you know, we just continue to, to keep them in the loop on things, but, you know, um, as a, you know, people, may, people may think that the shark's going to be, you know, holding your hand and, you know, doing all this work for you. They're, they're just not, they're, they're too busy doing their own things and making right. their own, uh, yeah. make, making their own moves. So they really rely on you to be the ex- expert in, in, on your own business and kind of give you the autonomy to run the show how you need to. And that's what we've been doing. You know, we've just been doing it how we think uh, is the best way to go about our business. And he's been, you know, supportive and encouraging and we just, you know, keep, keep him in the loop on things. Yeah, that's yeah. sick. There you go. I mean, it must be pretty, pretty awesome to talk to Damon John. Even, I mean, yeah. even if you, even if you guys didn't get any investors, it's just a crazy opportunity. And mm-hmm. also to be aired on TV too, yeah, also boost your sales. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a, yeah, that was the whole blessing. And you know, I think you know, getting, I think we would have been able to, you know, grow the brand and get a lot of sales even if we didn't land an investor, but just like having the vote of confidence, not only from a shark, but from like the fashion guy, mm-hmm. I think really took, took, took part in, in the whole explosion that mm-hmm. happened that weekend and throughout that. And, you know, it's almost it's been like almost a year now since we've been removed and um, you know, we're still seeing the effects of it. Shark tank is just a blessing. Yeah, it, it really is. No, it's just, a, it's a great opportunity. Yeah. yeah it's, it's really kind of, go ahead. No, I was just saying, and Damon, you know, giving his vote of confidence was also a very special moment and something yeah. that uh, we will forever, you know, be grateful for towards him. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy to me how some people in the world, like celebrities, basically, have such an impact on so many different people. This yeah. one guy says that you should buy this and the sales go by hundreds of thousands or millions. Even. It's, it's just ridiculous how much power some people have. Yeah, over, but for over sure. The, but, over markets. but a lot of respect to him, though. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, he's, he's, he's Damon John. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, he, he put in the groundwork himself and, you know, he's yeah. one of the guys that did it. So it's all right yeah, yeah, to yeah, learn absolutely. from those kind of guys. Exactly. Um, Ryan. So you, you started this, this massive shoe company. Um, it's not massive yet. Hopefully we'll get massive. But right now we're just, we're just starting out. <laughs> from, from a perspective, from, from all the way down, <laughs> down on the street and you guys are up top like like 20th floor of the skyscraper you guys are pretty big thank you thank you man i appreciate that um do you have any advice for college students or anybody trying to start their careers and stuff 
Uh, yeah, man. My, you know, my, one of my main things would just to be to, uh, to be mentally strong, to be prepared for what you're getting yourself into going down this path. It's not easy. It takes a lot of sacrifice, long nights, hard work, but as long as you're, you're mentally strong, you're mentally prepared, I think you'll be able to, to grind it out. Um, but mental strength doesn't happen overnight. It's something that you work on. So I just implore all those kids out there trying to go through this thing, just, you know, try to work on your mental strength to, uh, to read, to, to listen to audiobooks instead of listening to music. And when you're in the gym or in the car, mm. um, constantly be talking to people that are in the position that you want to be in, um, find mentors, um, just find people that have done it and just, you know, feed off of their energy and, and, and their experiences because it'll get you to where you want to be quicker. And, um, you know, it's just, it's super important to, to always be learning. Yeah. Surround yourself with, uh, with people who are better than you and you'll come up to their level, hopefully. Right. Exactly. That's another thing. That's another, even the people that are around you, not even just, you know, uh, mentors and, and people you look up to, but also your peers and your friends mm-hmm. make sure they're, they're on the right path and they're feeding you positivity and um, yep. just be careful of who you're around and what you put into your own energy. Right. Yeah, and I, th- I think another thing too, and, and back to your point about mental toughness, um, we just had a guest two weeks ago who founded a, a, a startup called Waves. He talked about emotional intelligence, which is kind of the same thing. Yeah. And, go, and go, going into like starting your own company and stuff, it's hard. It's really hard and you have to be prepared, mentally tough, and have a little bit of emotional intelligence to be able to push through the really bad days because there are very many bad days compared to the good days. Yeah, definitely. So, so it, it's, yep. it, it, it's an it's interesting- easy, everyone would do it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I actually have one more quick question before we end off here. You said you, you made the first prototype in college. How did you, did you like draw it or did you use like a, a program? Like how did you make a prototype? Uh, it started out with drawings, you know, sketches. And then once okay. I figured out what I wanted to do, I, I threw it into a 3D modeling program. And then luckily I was able to, because I went to NJT, we had some, some things accessible to us. I was able to 3D print a small little five inch model of it and uh, show how it worked with with, you know, just over the counter materials. I had like portable foam that rose inside the sole to make like a foam sole with a 3D printed out sole. Um, and it showed it worked. So it was, uh, it was definitely the first step to, cool. to, to, for all this to happen. But yeah, that's how I, that's yeah. how I made the first one. It's so cool. cool. That's sick. Yeah, man. Um, Shout out to you guys for chasing this stuff and doing your thing too. Cause you know, it's not easy, but you know, I can, Oh yeah. It's really not easy. Um, okay. So, that, that's all we have. I think that's it. That's cool. Ryan, we really appreciate you coming on the podcast. I mean, Shark Tank, Damon John. I love this episode. E- it's fantastic. E- even the shoes. I'm telling you, the shoes are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It was, it's, you know, getting to know you guys was cool. And uh, if anything you need, I'm here. Cool, Ryan. Thank awesome. you so much. And we hope to make you guys next up.